my friends, there is a story I'd like you to hear, a true story, a story so incredible you might wonder how it could possibly be so, and yet it is. In the beginning was God the Father, with a heart of love so profound it cannot be understood by mortal minds. And within himself he determined that there was but one way to reveal that heart to a creation as yet unformed. For his love had to be expressed. And the cost? Well, that would be immeasurable. So lend me your heart like a little child. For it is he that bids me tell you, that bids me lift my pen and write. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we present to you the Father, the greatest story ever told.
In the beginning was God the Father, and with him his Spirit and his Son, the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by the Word, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. He who is the great I am, the everlasting Father, the Alpha and Omega, he who sees the end from the beginning and calls that which is not as though it were, said, let there be, and there was. In eternity, Dwelling in the glory of his love, three in one thrice holy God, creator of and in his heart a mighty plan He saw the night and day, he saw the vast expanse of space, immensity displayed. He saw the land and oceans, every molecule. Then he saw the herbs and flowers, the trees both great and small. He saw the seed within each one to bring forth life by kind. He saw redemptions planned therein, secretly entwined. He saw the sun, the moon, the stars, and endless galaxies. He saw the birds, the fish, and then great creatures of the deep. He saw the beasts and heard their voices ring throughout all the earth. Every species, every kind, be produced by birth. And in his heart of boundless love, he saw a perfect man created in his image. For communion was his plan. And then God said, the time has come. Let us now agree. Let us form creation. And let the world decree, let there be, let there be, let creation burst into existence, let it be reality, let there be.
And so it was that in six days God created the heavens and the earth. And whilst the earth remains, the invisible things of God, even his eternal power and Godhead, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. For the whole earth is full of his glory. And he created Adam of the dust of the earth, and Eve from Adam's rib. And he blessed them and said, Be fruitful, and multiply, and have dominion over every living creature on the earth and in the oceans. Yet in the unsearchable wisdom and predetermination of God, man disobeyed his creator. And by one man's transgression, sin entered the world, and so death came upon all. But God was to put enmity between the serpent, that great deceiver, and the seed of woman, for he was to bruise the serpent's head, and the serpent would indeed bruise his heel. For only by redemption could he reveal his nature. God put his words into the mouths of his prophets, and they searched into the coming salvation, revealing God's plan in types and shadows. And they foretold the birth of Christ, so that all would know he was God, clothed in flesh. But you, O Bethlehem, are only a small village in Judah, yet the ruler of Israel will come out of you for me, whose goings out have been from of old, from days of eternity. And the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And in that day the heir to King David's throne will stand as a banner to the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. For he shall be a light to the nations and salvation to the end of the earth. And yet, time after time, God's people rebelled and found themselves in the wretchedness of their sin. And then, with the tenderness of a true father, he would remind them of the promise. Our bones are dried, our hope is lost, and we like sheep have strayed. And now we sit in darkness, confounded down the shall bring you in. Now we sit in darkness, but I shall be alive. Our sin has brought us 
mother's heart is just to seek and save. And the hand of God was upon the prophet Ezekiel and carried him out and showed him a valley full of dry bones. And God said to him, Can these dry bones live? And he said, O oh Lord, thou knowest. And God said, Prophesy to these dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And as he was commanded, so he prophesied. And there was a noise and a shaking, and the bones came together. Then the ligaments and sinews appeared. Then the organs and the flesh came up upon the bones, and then skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then God commanded him to prophesy to the wind, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. And the breath came into them. And they lived and stood up a mighty army. For God had said, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away your stony heart and give you an heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. I will write my law in your hearts, and you shall all know me from the youngest to the oldest, and I will remember your sin no more. inside your being and I will write my laws upon your heart and cause you to obey the word within nor shall know the Father great and small and he shall not remember all your sin. Your maker is your husband. The Lord shall be your endless love. Oh, grave, where is your victory?
Then for 400 years, God was silent, waiting, until the fullness of time, when all was prepared according to his decree that the promise would be fulfilled. And the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the Galilean city, Nazareth, to a young virgin whose name was Mary. She was engaged to a man called Joseph, who was of the line of King David. Hail, you that are highly favored. The Lord is with you. You are blessed among women. Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give to him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. But how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? The Holy Ghost will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore the child born shall be holy, the Son of God. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? How shall this be unto me? I who am least among women in Israel, how shall these things be? How could I find such favor with God? How can I bear His Son? And Mary stayed with her cousin Elizabeth for about three months until the birth of John the Baptist, the prophet of the highest. He would go before the face of the Lord as a witness to prepare his way. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Do not be concerned to take Mary as your wife, for she is a virgin, and the child conceived within her is of the Holy Spirit. You shall call him Jesus, 
for he will save his people from their sin. And Joseph, being a faithful steward of all in his trust, did as the angel commanded and knew not his wife until she had given birth. And shortly after Mary returned home, Caesar made a decree that all should return to the city of their birth to be counted in the census. And Joseph brought his wife, now great with child, to Bethlehem, the city of David. And it was there in a lowly stable that the king of all kings was born. Two shepherds in a field were sent, the angel of the Lord, with tidings so incredible, their hearts within them soared. A savior, manger, swaddling clothes. What could the angel mean? And all around the heavenly host stood waiting yet unseen. Angels began to see God's purpose, to comprehend his plan. They began to glimpse the meaning of the eternally slain lamb. The light of God had come to men, the serpent said to crush. The sovereign of eternity now clothed in human flesh. Myriad tongues and muted whispers thrilled as ancient manhood promises began to be fulfilled. Innumerable throngs thou yearned to show the Father's heart to men, revealed to wretched sons of earth the glorious grace of heaven. Their joyful heart expectantly in one accord did long, and finally their monarch spoke, go rend the skies with song. See, let us go. Can it be that a Savior is born tonight? Come, let us run, let us find out the truth of the things the angel has said. Breathlessly run through dark Bethlehem, every stable, every soul is he there? Oh, how our thoughts and our hearts burn within as we see for the hope of Israel. Then a gentle light from a stable door at a sight we've never seen before. A baby king in a manger sleeps. I'll save the Christ alone. 
Can it be that at last the Messiah has come? Can it be after all unto us he is born? Can it be that we're part of this wonderful plan that the prophecies foretold? Can it be our Redeemer has heard our cry and Let us run, let us tell everyone of the wonders we've seen tonight. Quick, let us go, tell our friends, tell our foes that a Savior has come to the world. Oh, sing, tell the earth that his praise is free. Sing of the birth of the King of Kings. Darkness is gone and the light has come. Glory to God. Let us sleep, let us clap, let us dance, let us sing. Let us run, let us tell And so eternity met humanity that night. The great creator humbled himself and became a servant of no reputation and clothed himself in flesh and blood that he might taste death on behalf of every man. And the child Jesus grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him such that by the age of 12 he was able to confound the scholars and teachers of the law at Jerusalem for he knew that God his Father had a work for him to do. He was tempted in every point, as we are, yet without sin, that he might know our feeble frame and be a merciful and faithful advocate before God on our behalf. Then at the age of 30, he began his ministry to the people. And oh, if all his words and miracles were written down, I suppose the world could not contain the books. Ruth, Ruth, uh, look what 
Benjamin. It's food. Loads of food. They look like the loaves that Mama makes. Where did you get all and this? And there's fish too. Probably 50 of them. But where and did there's you... 11 more baskets where these came from. But who gave you all this? Jesus. <gasps> Jesus the miracle worker. Jesus. You spoke to Jesus. Tell me what he's like. Well, oh, he's... He's amazing. Yeah, and you should have been there. Oh, I wish I was. Yeah. of my leprosy despised and left alone but then one day we saw this man this Jesus far away and how he cried have mercy master come and heal our pain and all the words we heard that day were music in our ears. Go now, 
to the temple, show yourself unto the priest. And as we went, we found that we were cleansed. But only I returned to give him praise. He said there were ten, but only one returned. Arise and go. restored my life and healed me he gave me joy again oh thank you jesus thank you lord oh thank you from the depths of my soul have mercy lord the son of david Please don't pass me by. I cried despite rebukes from all around. For I was just a sightless beggar sitting by the road, whom no one thought this Jesus would regard. I cried the more in darkness still as multitudes pressed on never knowing if he'd hear my cry and then i heard those words of life bring him here to me and in that moment faith arose and i knew sight was mine i left and came to him he said what do you need oh lord i cried that i might see the light and all he said was go your way your faith has made you whole oh how i love this jesus who came and gave me Jesus spoke to my accusers, words that come. 
Darkness was my universe from birth until the day that Jesus spat upon the ground and daubed my eyes with clay. He said, Go to the poolside or wash and go your way. And as I washed, oh wonder, my night was turned to day. But the Pharisees were furious They would not hear the truth Although their eyes were open Their hearts could not perceive I told them that this man was Jesus One who walks with God And for my words they threw me out Refusing to believe but Jesus came and found me He gave me second sight My new made eyes saw Christ God's only Son Oh, since the world and time began No man could light the blind But I have seen this Jesus I've seen God's holy child Searched for me and found me when others passed me by. He's amazing. He's so amazing. He's so amazing. He's more than just a man. He's so amazing. I can hardly find the words to tell you how I feel. Jesus healed a layman and he ran home. Wow! I heard that Jesus calmed the storm with three words. Wow! Me too, me too. Jesus turned water into wine. Oh, He's amazing. He's so amazing. He's more than just a man. He's so amazing.
Sadducees were extraordinary We never really sin At least not publicly We tithe and we fast And we wash and we pray And everybody loves us We like it that way With Pharisees and Sadducees Clever are we We'll catch him in his words Just you wait and see He seems to have power And authority But he claims that God's his father
seems to have power to reach to the soul. We've got this inexplicable hatred and rage, and we'll never rest again until he's dead in the grave. Oh, God is so grateful for all that we do. Without us, he can't control people like you. There's consensus that you've incensed us, and if we kill you today, it will be long overdue. We don't even know why we hate him so much, but we'll find a good reason soon enough. We've made it our mission to find ammunition, and we'll kill him if he doesn't shut up. We just don't care that he healed the blind man or made the
I thank you for you've hidden these things but shown them unto babes. Oh, come unto me, you laden, and I shall give you rest. For I am the bread that comes from heaven, eat and you shall they mocked him, dressed him in a purple robe, and put a crown of thorns upon his head. They accused him falsely, and he answered not a word. They spat on him, and punched him, then tore the flesh from his back with a whip. For darkness hates the light. And they nailed him to a rough wooden cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And when the time was come, Jesus cried with a loud voice, It is finished! And then dismissed his own spirit into the Father's hands. God's word had been fulfilled, and the serpent's head was bruised. The perfect Lamb of God had atoned by the shedding of his own blood for the sin of all mankind, becoming sin who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God through him. Then they laid him in a borrowed tomb and sealed it with a great stone. Was this the end? Ah, no. It was just the beginning. 
For on the third day Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, all conquering, all victorious, according to his eternal plan. And Jesus came and showed himself to his disciples. Hey, John! 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 What is it? I've seen Jesus again. He came and found me, especially, and he wasn't angry. Why would he be angry? Well, do you remember the night they took him? How could I forget? I, I was scared and I, be I betrayed him. I denied I knew him, just like he said I would. But hey, I now understand why it had to happen the way it did. Yeah, yeah, me too. Why he was born of a virgin, why he had to die, how he's risen again, how he said he and the Father would come and live inside us, then send the Holy Spirit. Oh, what manner of love is this? that we should be called the sons of God. That's incredible. So come on, tell me what happened. At first I stumbled in confusion, guilty and condemned. How could this all have happened now? How could this be the end? I thought that Jesus was the one, I thought I knew his plan, but I still knew inside, he was more than just a man. I told him not to go up to Jerusalem, I told him they would kill him if he went. But he rebuked me like an enemy. How little I then knew of his intent. And then it all unfolded like a nightmare of the mind. Confusion, terror, helplessness around my heart entwined and when they asked me if i knew this man from galilee i uttered words i can't erase words of treachery and in that moment jesus looked at me and in those eyes i saw eternity I felt as though my heart would beat no more and I wept as I had never wept before So strong, so kind. 
how he put up with my arrogance, my foolish flirting tongue. And he loved me with his all until the end. Sunday at the daybreak, dazed from lack of sleep, frantic words came bursting through the grim and dreadful gloom. I scarce believed my ears when Mary told us he's alive. So John and I ran headlong to the tomb, and sure. Risen 
And how could words of life have been my food? He's alive and I have seen him. I have touched his wounded side. I've eaten with him, talked with him. With joy I've laughed and cried. For 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus had been seen alive by over 500 witnesses and came and taught his disciples about his kingdom. Then they saw him ascend on high into a great cloud, and in the throne room of heaven he sat down once again at the right hand of his Father, having a name above all names. Then the day of Pentecost came, and the living church arose. For all things from the dawning of time until that day had intricately worked out God's purpose. Every child, every man and woman, every king and ruler, every war, every act, every love and every betrayal, in every time and in every civilization of the world had played out the Father's plan until all was perfected. And the glorious church, the very body and bride of Christ was born. The disciples of Jesus stood at the very fulcrum of history, the very moment between two covenants, two existences. For Emmanuel had come to live in the hearts of men and women, not in temples made with hands. And in that instant, these souls would be translated from old to new, from the mists of prophecy to reality. And there was a sound like a roaring hurricane filling the building where they were, and tongues of fire separated and rested on each of them. Then they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages the wonderful works of God, such that a huge crowd gathered to marvel. And this is the mystery, that from the dawn of creation had been hidden from men, Christ living within you, the hope of eternal glory, and the victorious church made of living, handmade stones, standing ever redeemed, blameless. And Peter stood and addressed the crowd. Listen to me. This is exactly what was foretold by the prophet Joel. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and it shall come to pass that whomsoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus of Nazareth, a man endorsed by God, by miracles, wonders, and signs which he did 
through him in your mists. This Jesus, being delivered by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God the Father, you have murdered with the help of wicked Gentiles by nailing him to the cross. But God resurrected him because it was impossible for him to be held by death. Let me speak plainly with you. King David was a prophet, and he spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that his heart shall rejoice, and his flesh will rest in hope, because God would not leave his soul in the grave, nor his body to decay. This Jesus God has raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being exalted by the right hand of the Father, He has poured out his Holy Spirit upon us, as we can see and hear. So know this, that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Repent. Be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that your sins may be forgiven. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you your children, to all who are far away, and to whomsoever God shall call. And just as Jesus said, those who accept the good news of the gospel like a little child will both see and enter the kingdom of heaven. For if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For all who call upon him shall be saved.
The great, omnipotent sovereign of eternity abased himself for me and then lifted me up to sit with him in heavenly places. There is such beauty in the Father's plan to reconcile all that has happened in our lives to himself so that all things are seen to have worked for our good. We can only begin to understand why he would offer so much to those who deserve so little. And what now remains to be said, save worthy is the lamb that was slain, and to him that sits upon the throne, glory, honor, and dominion, world without end. Amen.
And so, my friends, the story's told. Such a beautiful story of a wonderful God and of God the Father, whose heart was to reach everyone and whose heart is still to reach everyone. For our story doesn't end here. It's an eternal story. It's a story that goes on. And each one of you, God brought you here to hear the truth of his great love, of a heart that yearns to bring all men in, of a God who heals, a God who delivers, a God who transforms lives in a second. And you can be a part of this great story. He loves you. He wants to reach inside of you, transform your life. He wants to give you his life inside. His name is Jesus. He's glorious. He's so, so wonderful. Is a wonderful God, a wonderful Savior, a wonderful Lord. And I want to invite you this day, as a children's son, will you open your heart to Him? Will you let the truth of that blood that flowed on Calvary wash your heart? your life would you have your sin divided from you as far as the east is from the west he promises to remember it no more would you acknowledge him who became sin who knew no sin for you and for me he came he lived he died, he rose, he lives. He's wonderful, so wonderful. What a God we serve, what a God we have. What a life it is. It's a continuing story. You can be the epistles seen and read of all men as your lives are transformed. You can be those that communicate this life to a sin-sick world that needs to hear the wonderful truths of a risen Savior. All we've done, the music, the choir, the children, the words, the heart is to reach to you with that most wonderful story of all, the greatest story ever told. The story of Father in all eternity, in the depths of his heart, reaching out to sin-sick people reaching out 
with the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. He loves you. He's full of love for each one. Hasn't come to condemn, hasn't come to blame. He just wants to tell you it can be so different. What a God. What a salvation. What a gospel of good news to declare over all the earth, Christ the Lord is risen. Let's pray. Father, I just pray for each one here and in the overflow halls. Lord, I just pray that what they've seen will reach within the very depths of their soul. That the words they've heard will dwell in their hearts. That life might spring forth in each one. Your life. Because you love and care for each one. Lord Jesus, we come to magnify thee. To worship you. You're so, so wonderful. Lord, bring forth life. Even as you did in all eternity, you spoke the worlds from naught. You spoke each flower, each animal into being. And then with your own hands, you took the dust of the earth and formed man. Lord, you're a wonderful, wonderful God. We love you. Lord, bring each one into that reality of life, the freedom and joy of knowing you, that they might walk in the fullness of life, with you within the depths of their soul. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are. Bless each one. Heal each one, I pray. In Jesus' precious and most wonderful name. Amen.
don't know what else to say. Leaves everybody in no doubt as to what Jesus Christ came for. Tonight was really first class. The last um, song, Worthy, um, I thought really got you there. They got me there anyway. And I thought it was really incredible to finish with. Um, excellent. I've got to be frank about it, I could almost have wept in some of the parts because I, it was an exhilaration in the spirit, you know. And that's how it's blessed me. Yeah, it's well worth travelling 400 miles for. Everybody have to see this. Everybody.